0: Hey friends, it's me Kira. Welcome to a really short little mini episode of Cosmic Guidance for All. Um, yeah, sorry I was late again or didn't put out the weekly forecast. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna even give you my excuses, um, but I, I'm. doing my my best to do better, basically. And um, one thing I think I'm going to do is just commit to putting out something every week, even if I do miss my Sunday deadline, because I kind of get in my head about it. And I just feel defeated. (laughs) After, um, you know, I miss that Sunday, you know, episode deadline that I've made for myself. So Um, I want to say that I'm sorry. And basically, I wanted to give you guys a weekend forecast um, to help you plan your weekend from Thursday to Sunday. Um, Also just wanted to share that um, the way I prep for these episodes, I kind of have this cute little planner. And I write down like, you know, the transits of every single day. Um, I handwrite it down. And then I write notes for every day. And so Um, and then, because this is what having Mercury in detriment, ruled by Jupiter in detriment is like, um, I have to do everything like three times over. So (laughs) then I type it all up, um, and I type all my notes up and kind of expand on my notes even more in typed form. Um, and, but anyway, I have these handwritten notes and I've been taking pictures of them and, um, sharing them on, Instagram. So if you're interested in seeing them, people have been really liking them. Um, so I'm going to commit to doing these as well. So even if I do miss a forecast episode um, or I'm a couple days late, I'm going to just commit to putting out my notes because I have them pretty much like already done for pr- almost like a month in advance. So <laughs> that part's already done. So yeah, follow me on Instagram. Um, it's at the astrology. And at Cosmic Guidance for All, Um, yeah, I'm going to try to remember to post, to double post it, (laughs) so it'll show up on both feeds, but yeah, and basically, you know, I'm in such a weird spot right now, Um, just with the show, it's not that weird, it's just, you know, I stopped recording for about a year, the astrology show, and I came back with Cosmic Guidance for All, and I still, um, I'm still extremely committed to doing a show and I just I'm figuring out what is best and I'm basically just like trying to force myself to keep showing up without it being perfect because again my chart ruler is in Virgo. I am pretty much a perfectionist. I hate saying it but it's true. (laughs) Um, I hate saying it because I feel like people might be like well it doesn't seem like you're a perfectionist (laughs) because you're not doing that great. But, um, but yeah, anyway, I am just trying to keep doing something um, and not and figuring out what my capacity is and all of that. So because I have a tendency to just, um, you know, put a lot on my plate, and then burn out pretty quickly. And, you know, which is why I did like two episodes a week last year for a couple months, and it was just like so much, and I had people helping me, and I don't really have people helping me anymore, so I need to like really pace myself, but basically I have so many ideas for this show, and I'm really just excited about it, and I'm excited to just keep going and getting on a pace that makes sense and feels good for me, and et cetera, et cetera, Um, but yeah, I just feel like I'm in a kind of a limbo with Things like the branding and even the name of the show. I'm thinking about changing the name again. Um, And like the music and everything. And I just know that's very much a Venus retrograde thing. And I'm not going to try to make any big changes until after the Venus retrograde, um, especially aesthetically. We might change the name before the Venus retrograde. (laughs) I have a poll on Twitter right now. If you're listening, go on my Twitter um, at Kira World and um, you can vote on what you think the name should be. So it's, it's either Cosmic Guidance for All, which it is right now, or I'd be changing it to um, the name of my like signature program, Astrology That Hits, because I want to start teaching um, some little mini lessons on the podcast too. Anyway, okay, let's just get into this. Um, I don't have, even have that much time my food's on its way here, and it's going to be here in like two minutes. Actually, maybe I'll pause when that happens so it doesn't sit outside. Because, um, yeah, I don't have to do it all in one take, Kira. You can actually pause your recording. <laughs> um, also, my little, actually, yeah, let me just get into it. Um, there is no video. Oh, oh, my God. Well, am I going to edit that out? (laughs) Um, Probably not. Um, Mostly because I just want to get this out. And I have... um, I just have too much to do after this. So anyway, you guys don't really need to hear my whole train of thought. I apologize. I hope that wasn't too loud. And also, yeah, I just... Thank you for holding me in this mess right now. So... Right now when I'm recording, um, it's Wednesday June 7th. Um, it's kind of late in the afternoon it's 3 p.m. That was my medication alarm to take my <laughs> afternoon meds. Um, and yeah it's it's just a weird day you know the moon is applying to oppose Mars all day. Um, that happens at 7:10 p.m. Pacific so 10:10 10, 10 p.m. Eastern. And I, I've been seeing all these pictures of like New York and the East Coast cities and all of the wildfire smoke from Canada um, is just kind of hanging out, you know, above the East Coast and it it just looks gross and smoky and, you know, it's hard to breathe and it, just this moon in Aquarius, you know, um, it entered Aquarius earlier today, Wednesday at 1.41 a.m. Pacific. So, really early in the morning and then immediately went to conjoin pluto within like six minutes of entering aquarius um and then it had an opposition to venus and leo it hit the bendings of the nodes so squaring the nodes um around 7 a.m pacific and um and yeah squared jupiter shortly after that and now we're just in this slow opposition to the sun for the rest of the the evening. I'm sorry, to the, to Mars, the rest of the evening. Um, so my notes for today, Wednesday were like bad dream question mark. might be up late, ruminating, obsessing, fixating, depends on where you are in the world really. Um, but yeah, I, I had bad breakfast, weird commute, going the wrong way or getting lost, getting confused with directions for this morning. Um, I know I said, I'm going to start with Thursday, but I'm starting with Wednesday because we're here and someone's going to listen to this tonight. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I just wrote potentially combative, could be productive, things cool down after the opposition with Mars, and that's pretty much how it's been for me all day at least. Um, I'm really glad I'm not recording video right now because there's a gnat flying around me and... (laughs) It would just be me swatting at this net the whole time. Um, so, so yeah, I don't love Wednesday that much because of this Mars opposition, and I'm really feeling it. Um, it I'm sure a lot of you are. It's just kind of crabby and shitty and gross. But Thursday. So let's start with this weekend forecast. Thursday, June 8th. Um, So at 6.30 a.m., the moon is going to trine the sun in Gemini. Moon in Aquarius, trine sun in Gemini at 17 degrees. That's really lovely. So yeah, after this Mars opposition, it starts to cool down a bit, um, and we get this nice sun-moon trine, um, this waning gibbous happen. And then at 11.37 a.m. Pacific, that's um, 2.37 p.m. Eastern, The moon in Aquarius will square Uranus and Taurus at 20 degrees, 1.37 p.m. um, Pacific, that's 4.37 Eastern. Venus and Leo will square the nodes, 9.23 p.m. um, Pacific, that's 12.23 a.m. Eastern. The moon in Aquarius will square Mercury and Taurus at 26 degrees and go void. so this is our second void um this week where the moon's going to be going void in an aspect to mercury so it seems to be hammering in that like mercury retrograde lesson you know whatever that mercury and taurus uh retrograde was about for you And yeah, you know, we're in this waning gibbous phase right now, um, with this moon sun early Thursday morning, waning gibbous, great for like distributing, sharing, sending information, getting things out. Um, it's sort of like, you know, the harvest time, basically, I guess the full moon is the harvest and then, or sorry, the full moon is the you know everything's at peak ripeness and after that we would be dispersing, um, you know, giving out the food, sharing, sharing the goods. So thinking about that, it's a good time for um, yeah, this sharing and receiving of information and and goods. Um and especially with that that aspect to Mercury, that square to Mercury, it's very communicative. Um, Yeah, moon square Uranus, we can get like sudden change of course, surprise information, just needing to like change directions, information that needs to become integrated in some way uh, that could be shocking or, you know, a little triggering that that's typically what moon Uranus hard aspects might bring up um and then the Taurus and Libra ascendants Taurus and Libra heavy people people in Venus perfections like me your time lord's Venus right now um today might feel weird Wednesday Thursday might feel weird it might be a weird week in general with the with Venus just like at the bendings um I might have talked about this before uh maybe not because I guess Venus just entered Leo and I didn't record (laughs) An episode um but yeah Venus entering Leo um I talked about this on the astrology podcast episode that's what I'm thinking of which by the way if you haven't watched the June watched or listened to the June forecast of the astrology podcast I was a guest on that with Chris and Austin this week or sorry not this week but for this month for June and um it was a really great episode so check it out um yeah. So, so yeah, uh, the Ven- the Venusians might feel weird with, um, you know, Venus immediately started to oppose Pluto when it entered Leo and started to square the nodes. And that's just the bendings is a weird place for a planet. I actually have my Venus exactly at the bendings, um, exactly square my nodes and same with my moon. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm familiar with it, I guess, cause it's just, it's part of who I am, but it's a confusing place to be for a planet. Um, you know, it's like being pulled in both directions. Am I falling down the drain? Am I, <laughs> am I, you know, ascending right now? Um, so just being, you know, aware that, that Venus at the bendings might have you feeling kind of weird and bendy. Um, if you're going out on Thursday night, Thursday, Thursday, what have you try to go out before the, um, the void starts, especially if you're like ordering food, drinks, all that, like do it before, before that nine twenty three PM <laughs> Pacific shouldn't be too hard. Um, and I wrote, it's a good night for productive conversations, arguments, approaching a problem, trying to figure something out. Friday, June 9th, we have um, at 3.14 a.m., the moon's going to enter Pisces. So this is 3.14 Pacific, 6.14 a.m. Eastern. Um, And then at 12.01 p.m. Pacific, that's 3 p.m. Eastern, the moon in Pisces will sextile Jupiter in Taurus at 5 degrees. um, At 2.14 p.m. Pacific, 5.14 Eastern, Mercury and Taurus will sextile Neptune in Pisces at 27 degrees. Um, So Mercury is on its way out of Taurus, yes. Sextiling Neptune, and then at 3.15 p.m. Pacific, 6.15 Eastern, the moon in Pisces will conjoin Saturn in Pisces at 7 degrees. So we have our Pisces moon Friday, um, which is nice. Last Friday we had our um scorpio moon friday (laughs) and um yeah it just these wet venus days i'm into it (laughs) wet and wild venus days um of course because i'm a pisces rising i love a, a water moon so the shift into pisces yeah we get a little bit more dreamy um especially early on when it's applying to jupiter um on friday morning and into the afternoon it's really great it's really great for you know it's fertile it's great for gardening it's great for you know shopping for plants shopping in general but it's really it's a really fertile um it's a really fertile day on friday we have good breakfast good lunch like you can eat really well um it's great for creativity too and just like being able to work with your hands it's very sensual energy i read it's great for sex it's great for crafting (laughs) um yeah friday should be really lovely the mercury neptune sextiles also like very very fertile and creative um writing you know just dreaming world building creating moon saturn um After that though, definitely sober things up sobers things up a bit. It's gonna emphasize the Saturn station that's happening over this like you know, this month really. Saturn's just kinda parked at seven degrees. It's gonna station retrograde on the seventeenth. Um, so in about a week after this. So so yeah, it's emphasizing that Saturn station. You might be feeling that Saturn station, especially if you have any planets um, around like seven degrees, um, Pisces or seven degrees mutable in general. Planets are points. Um, but by points, I mean like your angles, um, specifically. So yeah, the moon Saturn conjunction will sober things, sober things up. It's a slow day. Um, take your time. Don't rush. Be deliberate. Those are my notes. So yeah, you know, with, the moon applying to Jupiter, especially, it is really lovely um, at the first half of the day. And then we get that moon applying to Saturn um, for the second kind of portion of the day. And it's not there all day. It's it passes Saturn, you know, after 315 Pacific, 315 p.m. Pacific. So it's um, it's a slow day, you know, take your time, take your time. And really feel into the sensuality and like the kind of subtle magic of Friday. I feel like it's going to be really lovely. Saturday, esp- sorry, I'll say especially for the Earth and Water signs, <laughs> um, Earth and Water risings specifically. Saturday, June tenth, twelve thirty one p.m. The Moon in Pisces will square the Sun in Gemini at nineteen degrees and go void. Um so if you're yeah that's 12:30 p.m. Pacific, 3:30 Eastern. Um if you have plans you you know, you have things you want to do, things you want to get done on Saturday, um get out of the house before that 12:30 p.m. Pacific time, you know, try to try to have get an early start on the day so you can get things done before the void settles in because when the void settles in Um, you're going to want to chill out you're not going to want to have like a to-do list you're going to want to just it's great for wandering, roaming, chilling you know, hanging out um, not having an agenda basically, that's what void moons are best for so um, at 2.20pm Pacific that's 5.20pm Eastern the moon in Pisces will sextile Uranus and Taurus at 20 degrees Um, again, I don't count Um, outer planet aspects as uh like aspects i don't count it towards the void basically so um when the moon stops making its final aspect to a visible planet or visible body that's when i um that's when i count the void as beginning just so in case anyone was wondering so my notes, I wrote, get the shopping done before the void starts. So overall chill day. I'm so excited for Saturday. I just have, I have plans. That I'm really excited about, um, and I think, yeah, the astrology of it is really, it's so chill and I'm basically going to be like hanging out outside, listening to music, um, lying in the grass. So <laughs> I'm excited. Um, start the day before the void sets in and chill I wrote I wrote that with a lot of L's drifty floaty night could lean too much on substances which is fine but just be aware Um, and I'll tell you why I say that it's a low expectation night so it's really not great for a first date um, or making new connections it's great if for a day date you know if you want to have a first date on Saturday Get it started before the moon goes void. Um, and it should be a really lovely date, but uh, I still think Friday is probably better for that. Um, and the reason I say, you know, don't lean too heavily on substances, which is fine, just be aware, um, is because overnight the moon's going to conjoin Pi- uh, Neptune and Pisces at 27 degrees. So that's like, you know, that's. A lot of drinking, a lot of drugs. <laughs> it's not only that, of course. But oftentimes, it, that's what it looks like, especially when it falls on a weekend um, night like this. So, yeah, you know, it's intoxicants, Neptune. Um, especially in Pisces, it's, it's in liquids. Um, so just, you know, test your drugs. Take care of your friends if you're going out. Um, and don't drink too much. Beware, you know, to keep an eye on your drink sort of thing um, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not trying to scare anyone, it's just, you know, it's stuff I think about, especially seeing the time of night where these, um, aspects are hitting, and the days that it's happening, if this was happening on, like, a Tuesday night, it probably wouldn't be telling you to, like, watch your drink, but it still applies, <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, Sunday, June 11th at 2.09 a.m., the moon is going to conjoin Pisces, sorry, Neptune and Pisces, at 27 degrees at 2:45 a.m. Pluto is going to re-enter Capricorn. So Pluto is retrograde right now. It's going to leave Aquarius for the rest of the year, basically, and um, go back into Capricorn at 3:26 a.m. Pacific. Mercury and Taurus will trine Pluto in Capricorn at the 30th degree it's 2959 um uh, and then at that same in that same minute mercury will enter gemini so as mercury leaves taurus it's going to catch that pluto um leaving aquarius and they have a little trine a little moment um so mercury is going to enter gemini at 3:26 a.m. pacific at 6.20 a.m. Pacific, the moon in Pisces will sextile Pluto um, as it leaves Pisces and enters Aries. So again, we have these weird um, these weird aspects to Pluto as Pluto is shifting sign barriers and these planets are shifting sign barriers. It's very interesting. This is all happening sort of like wee hours of the morning, at least on the Pacific um, coast. So the moon will enter Aries, 6.20 a.m. Pacific. That's 9.20 a.m. Eastern. Hold off on your breakfast until then if you can. <laughs> um, 6.43 a.m. Pacific. The moon in Aries will sextile Mercury and Gemini at zero degrees. So, again, immediately these planets are all just, like, aspecting each other left and right. Um at eight twenty sorry, eight thirty-nine AM Pacific. That's eleven thirty-nine AM Eastern. Venus and Leo will square Jupiter and Taurus um, at five degrees. And I wrote that's part one. Um, and yeah, you know, this five degree keeps coming up. I think we have um, What's going to happen here? Jupiter will eventually come station at 5 degrees Taurus. So Jupiter is entering its shadow around this time. Um, and this is just part one of this Venus-Jupiter square because we're going to have three of these with um, the retrograde coming up. 4.40 p.m. Pacific, that's 7.40, <coughs> pardon me, 7.40 p.m. Eastern, the moon and Aries will trine Venus and Leo at 5 degrees I love this. I love this Sunday. Um, I wrote newfound focus and mental clarity thanks to Mercury's ingress. Really stoked for Mercury and Gemini. I think we get like two weeks of it. Um, So please take advantage. Um, It could feel really frenetic and frenzied for some people, you know, kind of overly stimulating. Mercury and Gemini tends to have that effect. Um, Think about, you know, Hermes coming home to it's sky it's sky domicile it's diurnal domicile um where it can just do a lot of things and do them quickly um the moon what did i write what is this moon boost oh <laughs> the moon boosts this mercury ingress very early on right so it is very productive there's just a lot of energy to focus and also just talk and chat and think um in process (laughs) i wrote it's great for brunch brunch it's great for dates gatherings it's really great for shopping um connecting hanging out i wrote be careful not to overdo it with the treats and the pleasure if you're worried about consequences with the venus jupiter square um because yeah when you get two benefics put them together in this square aspect it can be um overdoing basically especially on the sweets or um on the shopping you know on like the things that just feel good the Venus things like we could be overdoing it especially because Venus is rolling Jupiter and Taurus right now so oh I'm so excited this is gonna be a really lovely weekend um one of the loveliest probably of the summer um and you know not because there's anything spectacular happening but I think you know this is before we get into retrograde time. Um and yeah, Venus is not in shadow yet either, so we're just setting the stage and Sunday in particular is really lovely with the moon Venus Trine um applying most of the day. So I'm excited for Sunday. I want to go see some art. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be hanging out with some friends. Um, I'm really stoked for Sunday, that that Moon-Venus trine is going to be really lovely, so take advantage of that, um, and yeah, I didn't have time, I didn't do any um, kind of summaries of the whole week, and actually, fuck, I have to go, <laughs> I haven't eaten yet today, I have to go eat something, and then I have to... Go to acupuncture. But anyway, I wrote overall super productive week, especially Monday, Tuesday. We already knew that because it's over. Um, Another fun Friday, a very chill Saturday. And I really love Sunday. Sunday, there's um, all the shifts happening. So we have like a brand new page, basically, that we're entering into next week. And I'm really excited to give you the forecast for that. Um... Hope you love this weekend forecast, and I hope it gets to you in time. (laughs) Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, Yeah, oh, I'll just say my books are open for July. I have a couple spots, like probably around 10 spots um, open for July. So if you've been wanting a reading from me, hop on it. You can just go to kira.world slash book dash now um, follow us on the gram on the twits. <laughs> I'm still trying to like pump myself up enough to do short form content, but we're getting there. So stay tuned and yeah, talk to you. I'll see you on Sunday. I'm going to get this out for Sunday. I promise. Um, hopefully even earlier. All right, friends. Love ya. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.